For this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as it brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down-to-earth and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome someone to church this morning once again. Just check the person and tell them I'm happy to stand by you. Tell them what a nice friend you are. What a nice person you are. Hallelujah. Tell the person you are seeing the next new car owner in town. Amen. God bless you and you may be seated. Today is a special, special Sunday. Every Sunday is special, but today is more special than most Sundays because today is um, Covenant Sunday. Amen. I, I didn't hear a good amen. And it is Covenant Sunday that is also linked to our prayer and fasting time. Amen. That is why this morning I am preaching about the covenants and the anointing. Amen. But you know, we are pre- I'm preaching from this book, The Anointed and His Anointing. And um, you, need to, you need to get a copy. You need to really get a copy. Where, where are the books? Where are the books? The books are not here. They are bringing them. You need to get a copy because it is a very important book. Amen. I didn't, I didn't hear a good amen this morning. How many have a copy of this book? Just a few of us. Just a few of us. Listen, this book is normally about 60 CDs. But for the sake of the fasting period, we have brought it down to 15 CDs. So I want to recommend that you get a copy right now. Just lift your hand and a pastor will bring you a copy. Anybody at all. Just 15 Ghana CDs. Ask him, but listen, you better buy it. Tap your neighbor on the shoulder and say, my neighbor, you better buy it. Oh, tap your neighbor. Not you, your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, you better buy it. If you want to do well in this life, you better buy it. Hallelujah. Uh, you, you better buy it. And, and uh, it, is, it, is, it is, you know, as I preach this morning, I will explain to you the power in this book. So those who are coming in, we are just trying to give you a chance to get the book at 15 Ghana cities. So get a copy right now, 15 Ghana cities. Tell somebody you better buy it. You better buy it. Amen. And it's this morning we are talking about the covenant and the anointing. The covenant 
and the anointing the, the covenant is is um is like a contract it's like a contract between two people and often it is god on one side and we and we on the other side that's more like a i mean when it's between two people we often call it a promise or a pledge or, or among us mortals we use those words promise pledge other things but when often we are we are dealing with a very superior person and a very binding thing then we say a covenant you know and so the covenant is something that is between us and god amen amen and it is also um, between uh, somebody who is anointed and us turn to the book of second samuel second samuel chapter 23 you know these days uh, we have wendy okay we have a, a, a caretaker for the little boys and little children during their preaching time so if you have a little one with you you can take them out at the back and they'll be catered for uh, Gloria so you can take them to the yes and they will have a better experience than hearing grown-ups discussing their own things they will also be spoken to by somebody who speaks their language don't worry, we all cried when we were going to school. Second Samuel chapter 23, verse 1. Now these be the last words of David. And David is a great person throughout all the Bible. Amen? Amen. David, the son of Jesse, said, And the man who was raised up on high, you will be raised up on high. Even if you are not high, you will be raised. You see, some are born high. How many know somebody who was born high? He was born rich. I have friends who when they were born, they were already rich. But not us. That's already not us. Or, or you were born rich. Hey, if you were, don't say not us. Oh, say I'm one of them. But David is among those who were not born rich, but was raised on high. And that is why I am sure you too, you'll be raised on high. Amen. The anointed of the God of Jacob. That is the key. And the psalmists, the sweet psalmists of Israel. This is what he said. And he said many things. But I want us to jump to verse 5. Verse 5. And, and verse 5 is the key scripture for this morning. And he says, although my house be not so with God, it means that this is not how my people are. This is what, what we are talking about is not common in my house. In some houses, many have married. In some houses, many have cars. In some houses, many are graduates. Some things are common. Are, are, are you with me? Do you understand? 
some things are common in some houses david said that this thing we are discussing it is not common in my house it is not common yet he has made with me an everlasting covenant ordered in all things concerning considering all things amen and sure for this is all my salvation hallelujah i didn't hear a good amen. amen listen this morning we are talking about david who was a, a, a man who was born in very normal circumstances ask your neighbor where were you born were you born in london were you born in new york oh ask him about where were you born where were you born some of you were born in a village in a maternity home or a midwife's clinic i know somebody was born in a taxi that's where he was born yeah you're not born in any place we are, we are ordinary people hallelujah we are very ordinary people and david was a very ordinary person but he was raised on high and he said that god has made a covenant with me even though my family is you see again too this morning i need you to help me preach you know the sound is not very good you need to change the sound a bit this morning you must help me preach by asking your neighbor how is your family ask your neighbor how is your family is there money in your father's house what do your neighbor say yes yes there's money in your father's house your father is a rich man ask him how many houses did your father build one big mansion in your hometown we, we are we are looking at a man david who was who began very low but he was raised on high and we are trying to now see how we too can be how many like you raised on high you want to be raised up on high oh may you be raised on high yeah. may, may, i mean tell somebody a, a car ah, tell somebody a car a car should not be a problem oh you didn't say it well shake your neighbor send me a car a car even taxi drivers some own cars taxi drivers own cars i mean how a taxi driver owns a car and you don't own a car ask your neighbor what is wrong with you ah a taxi driver crowd taxi not air media me i mean a taxi driver owns his taxi may you have a car in your lifetime ah. and, and 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 as for renting we have rented before we have rented before may you stop paying rent one day may no landlord ever come and knock on your door give me salt or give me matches or give me give me what again onions onions i need onions give me onions your landlord if you don't give me you see at the next negotiating table no it's not that's not how it is that's not how it is amen and david you see the reason why we talk about david is that he gives us an example an 
an example. I have to explain this one. A lot of times, when we say things, you know, I'm a pastor, I've been a pastor for many, many years, um, more than 20 years, and I've been pastoring churches. One thing I know is very often, when we say things, people don't believe us. I, I know that for a fact. When I say things, people don't believe me. Especially when we say good things. Especially when we announce that somebody is going to get married this year. People say, Meanwhile, mm, mm. they are here too. And they want to get married. And they are praying for marriage. And, they are, and at night they cry. In their, in their night they cry. Oh, it's not true. At night they are crying and they are sad. And there are some young men too who are looking. I say, may one girl say yes. But when I announce and I declare that this year is a year somebody will get married, still, still, they don't believe me. They don't believe me. That, that's why sometimes we have to talk a lot. We have to come down from the pulpit and stand here and explain that I'm talking to you. You are the one I'm talking to. And that you are the one who came from nowhere, but God is going to raise you up. God is going to raise you up. Ah, you don't believe me still. No, you, you don't believe me. Look, look at your neighbor's face. Turn your head. Look at your neighbor's face. I, I think you are the one who is making your face unbelievable. I think you are the one. You don't believe. You don't believe. Amen. I, 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 listen, 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 listen. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. Many of us, the reason why you don't believe is because you know how difficult it is. You know how difficult it is. And you know how you have tried in the past. I know somebody who wrote in those days A-levels. Wrote A-levels about three or four times trying to enter university when they ask the person university they say oh university is very difficult which is true and so you know how you have tried in time past to do well and very often our efforts do not work that's why many are not married many don't have car and many are still renting accommodation in a room they don't like but that is also why I am here this morning because I came to tell you that it is not by your own doing it is not by your efforts it is God who is going to be the one who will raise you up I didn't hear a good amen it is God who that's the whole purpose of being in church if you don't tap it about one more time Tell them, my neighbor, if you don't believe in God, you are wasting your time here in this meeting. Get out and go and eat Omotuo and go to town and go and watch Manchester against uh, Arsenal and be happy. Oh, tell your neighbor, go, go. If you don't believe that God is the lifter of your head, you should not be sitting down in this service you are just occupying the chair and breathing the small air in the room we are all getting we are choking now 
we can't breathe because you have come to breathe you are shutting us amen it is God it is God and that is what you see David David said it clearly in verse 1 in verse 1 go back into verse 1 the the man who was raised up on high not that I I did I did something good you you must see what David is writing the man who was raised on high when you lift yourself you say oh yes I did it but when it was done to you that's why he says the man who was raised up on high then he explains the anointed of the God of Jacob may God of Jacob lift you up also amen Amen. by a covenant by a covenant by an everlasting covenant hallelujah and so this morning it is our turn amen amen it is our turn to be lifted up it is our turn to see good things happen in your life i didn't hear a good amen it is it is now possible for someone like you to excel and do well in this life no matter your background and no matter your abilities amen by the power of god by the anointing listen i want everybody to get this book hallelujah how, how many have it how many have it I, I need look try it how many don't have money confess you don't have money hey you all don't have money it's not like that too no you must buy it free things free things often spoil and they fall down under your bed and you don't pick it up again or when they are going and they fall down you don't bother again free things don't work but this book is about the anointing amen i didn't hear a good amen. amen and we are going to spend a lot of time this year talking about the anointing we are going to because that's the key that is the key that is the only realist way that you can be lifted up that is the key amen and and many of us don't even know you see a, a lot of people a lot of people do not do well in school do you know why they didn't learn that's all not it's not the brain can't learn they were not wise to sit down to learn that's all and some two didn't learn didn't do well because they don't know how to learn mathematics you don't read you work examples when you are reading things like biology you make notes on the side and then you answer past questions there are ways to pass exams are you listening to me and so a lot of people you should actually do well in life you should do well in life but maybe you are not doing well and not because life is hard or because things are difficult or because you are in Ghana no, no don't blame Ghana hey 
Tell somebody, don't blame Ghana. Hey, Ghana is a good, there's, there's good in the land. Bishop told us there is good in the land. And I can find it. I know where it is. There's good in the land. Don't blame the country at all. Don't say things are hard. Don't say the educational system. Don't say, oh, the city is going down and the dollar is going up. No, no, no. It is none of those reasons. The reason is you have not used the things you have. That's all. You have not done your best with what God gave you. That's all. How many agree with me that in school you could have done better? Raise your hand. How many agree with me? When you were in school, if you had led the C, C, D, D could have been B and something like that. Or it's not true. Hey, true or no true? How many agree with me that if I were more serious in school, I'd have had A's and B's, not D and E. Raise your hand and give me a strong wave. You had a, you'd have done better. How many failed an exam they should not have failed? Give me a wave. I should have passed this exam. But me, nah, I wasn't serious. Yeah. It was in your power. But you did not use the facilities and the faculties that God gave you. Now, you are about to do the same thing again. About to make the same mistake again. And this mistake is not an exam. It's your life. This mistake you are about to make is not an exam you are writing. It's about your life. Because God has given, has made available some power to help you do well in your life. God has made available a power to help you excel in your life. And you are sitting here looking at me. And you're not not like, hey, how can I get this power? How can I? It's like somebody is living in a house. There's no power, no ECG. And the next door neighbor says, I have power, come and tap. My house, I have ECG in my house. Your next door neighbor has ECG in the house. He says, listen, Chaleman, just bring a cable and come and tap for my power and you can drink from my meter. It's not a problem. And you are sitting there saying, I don't have lights. My father didn't have lights. My father's house in the village, they use kerosene lantern. Or they use the smoking one. The one in the... What's it? Bobo. I've not heard the name before. Is that the name? Really? I've not heard the name before. It's a lantern. That's what I know. You are using lantern in your father's house. You are reading in the night. Your eyes are watering. And you are filling your exam. And your neighbor said, come and tap. I have power. I mean, I can pay my life bill and add yours. After all, you have no fridge, no fridge, no, 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 no uh, AC. You're only one or two light bulbs. Tell you, tap and be free. And you are rather saying, my father didn't have lights. I don't have lights. Charlie, it's hard to go to ECG to order a meter and get them to come. It's very hard. It's true. It's very hard. And that's why Bishop has given us a key. May you receive the anointing in the name of Jesus. Amen. I said, may you receive the anointing in the name of Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 14. There's a problem. 
chapter 14 and verse 1. There's a problem. First Corinthians 14, verse 1. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts. Ask your neighbor, do you desire spiritual gifts? Tap your neighbor, ask him. Be, speak the truth. Don't lie. You have lied, Bibri. In church, don't lie again. Ask him, do you desire spiritual gifts? And the answer is no. The answer is no for most of us. We have no desire for spiritual gifts that's the problem that is the problem most of us as we sit here we have no desire for spiritual gifts if I ask you do you desire more I won't finish car they will lift their hands more, yes or oh, it's not true if I say what is following ah you see they know what's following I was going to say monkey is that what I'm going to say monkey. They have said money for me already. Because it is so... Are are you here this morning? Are you here this morning? It is something on our hearts. Money. Money is on our hearts. And we desire money. And we have need. How many have need of money? You have a use. If you get money right now, you use it. Lift your hand. If just now, you get thousand CDs. Shoom! It's going somewhere. Oh, it's not going anywhere. How about 2,000 cities? How about 5,000 cities? There'll be extra. Any extra? No extra. If you get 5,000 cities just now, it will finish. It will finish by this evening. You have things to do. Yes. I believe you. I believe you. Because we... Oh, it's not true. We have things to do. Even 10,000 cities, if you give it to me, straight away, I'll go and buy my land and then go and buy some sand. And we, we have things to do. But you see, anointing. Anointing. If I offer you anointing, you say, oh, what am I going to do with it? What am I going to do with it? What am I going to do with it? I, I don't need it. I don't preach. I don't do any evangelism I'm just a normal Christian walking around my area I don't have any need for this thing so why should I go out of my way to desire it because it's not a very powerful, impossible, important thing in my life hallelujah tell somebody that's your mistake that's your mistake the anointing is, is, is the power of God Amen It is the power of God How God Acts page 1 Open the book this is, this is the first This is the key principle You must look The first, the opening paragraph of the book Open and listen, listen Open everybody Get a copy Get a copy, get a copy the opening paragraph of the book how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good who went about doing what? doing good 
this year may good things happen to you that is the power of the anointing to do good and receive good amen that is the power of the anointing to do good and receive good how many want to do good how many want to receive good how many can see it is not happening currently in your life that's why I want somebody to say Lord I want the anointing I, I want the anointing amen I, I want the anointing it will change your life and bring and help you do good amen amen I, I want somebody I this morning my goal and my aim is that somebody will say I want the anointing I want it I need it to do well in this life I need I mean I've tried I've, I have education I've looked for jobs I've tried but nothing has worked and the anointing is able to make made Jesus able to do good I, I want the anointing amen amen and if I say bring 15 cities, I'll give you 1,000 cities. How many will find 15 cities and bring it? How many will find 15 cities and bring it? Bring 15 cities, I'll give you 1,000 cities. How many take, they will find, they will get 15 cities from somewhere? You will get it from somewhere. No, no let me, let's be honest. You will get it from somewhere. Yeah, because I'll get more. I'll go and borrow 15 cities get a thousand cities and pay back the 15 cities and keep the 985 cities that's all that's simple mathematics but you see you cannot see that this book is worth more than thousand cities you cannot see you it does not make sense to many of us it does not it's, it's like Pythagoras theorem uh, quantitative analysis it's like all these geographic uh, this thing it doesn't make sense how this book this book is able to give you a car and a house you can't see you cannot see amen you, you see to you this book is a bill that if you are by it will just be lying under your pillow under your bed or somewhere to you or it's not true to you this book is a book that when I get cries, a problem, how to read it? Nah, I mean, uh, I don't like reading beer. So this book is like almost a problem. That if I give you, I'm giving you homework. I'm giving an assignment to go home and read this book by force. But you cannot see that this book is worth more than a house and a car. You cannot see it. And that is the whole point I'm making this morning. That by this book you will be lifted up i didn't hear a good amen. amen by this book you'll be lifted up and the anointing is what jesus walked this earth as a normal man for 30 years he did nothing no miracle nothing happened in his life when the anointing came he changed 
he changed amen first Samuel chapter chapter 10 the anointing has the power to change you first Samuel chapter 10 and verse 1 and Samuel took a vial of oil and put it upon his head and kissed him and said is it not because the Lord has anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance amen verse 6 verse 6 and the spirit of the Lord how God anointed remember Jesus Christ how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee and thou shalt prophesy with them prophesy with them spiritual gifts and shall be turned into another man you'll be changed I said you'll be changed amen amen you'll be changed how many want this book I'm trying to let somebody understand that this book will change your life how, how many don't have it but you want this book you don't have it but you want it 15 cities I'm not dashing you no 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 I, I can dash you I can dash you I can I have the power to give everybody free and I'll pay their bills myself but I will not because if I do you don't see the value of the anointing how many want this book 15 cities lift your hand you want this book 15 cities lift your hand 15 cities lift your hand I, I if I, I can dash you but if I do you don't see that this thing is a, it is it is something which has the power to change your life the anointing the anointing the anointing it is it is that which has the greatest power to make your life different hallelujah I didn't hear a good amen I didn't hear a good amen it is David said this is what has lifted me up on high that's what David said that's what David said what is the anointing is the power of God is the spiritual thing chapter 1 it is the power of God it is a spiritual thing that's what it is it is the power of God it is a spiritual thing amen what will it do in your life Isaiah chapter 10 this you know somebody is thinking we have talked about this anointing anointing we have talked about it I mean I should get the book I should get anointing spiritual gift somebody is thinking I mean it's a common question I ask so what what will it do for me Isaiah 10 verse 27 verse 27 not today not today but it shall come to pass on a certain day that his burden you see one of the reasons why or are you here this morning i'm trying to show you something and it's, a, it's our covenant sunday and to lead you into a good covenant with the lord to receive the anointing and it is going to happen not today if it was today like we all believe you let one person come gifty will come first because she believes 
they should be anointed they just say hey it's true i want some if you could see her today as gifted come if just now gifted just came and then i said okay bring the oil and i put oil on her then lift your hand then a car comes hey give this car let's come just now shoom, a car has come hey and then as we are standing here then some man will walk down straight by out a man has come walking like this says i'm coming to marry gifty hey you don't mean just now after i pour the oil on her in five minutes no a, a car will appear here ah who's car uh, you keep quiet <laughs> i'm preaching and it's there you know if i pour oil on her and then as the oil is settling then we hear then a, a car lands here whose car give this car hey give this car then a man starts walking down coming like this you say what <laughs> and he says oh i've come to marry this girl who are you i'm i'm, I'm, I'm what any neighbor my name is jackie joe jackie joe and i've come from washington dc i'm coming to marry her and take her back with me to america and then we say wow jackie joe what do you do i'm a businessman in america i'm a millionaire i want to marry this girl hey and then the anointing suddenly you will see every hand i want some i want some i want some because we have seen the results immediately that is why many of us are slow to grab the anointing because it doesn't happen like that do you think god is a child to do that thing that he knows every human being will say i want anointing even i'm robbers want anointing even pickpockets want anointing fornicators want anointing bad boys want anointing why they have seen that idea no it brings car and money so they all want it but god says no i want those who really want it i want those who really want it that's why it's not today it is on a certain day thank you it is on a it is it will happen not as i give you the book then you become rich not at all it will happen in that day a burden tell somebody a burden shall be taken off your shoulder there are many burdens on people's shoulders many burdens you see smiling faces look around you you see smiling faces and the smile is just muscles on the lips pulling oh, oh, what, what muscles are here where are my doctors what muscles are here they are, they are all quiet here all here i, I can't hear what i say muscular muscle is this muscle twitching according to impulse from the brain it's not a happiness in their hearts it's not look many people many people look at their normal faces that's their normal face they smile by brute efforts they smile they must use their muscles to smile because normally there's nothing to smile about there are bills there are needs there are problems and there is not there's little to celebrate in most lives ask your neighbor what do you have to be happy about tap your neighbor what do you have 
what is working in your life what do you have very few have any such thing it is more like it is there are burdens unless you talk to pastors to understand people's problems you don't know people's problems and those who smile pa they are the ones who have problems pa as is my experience those who are smiling yeah and those who are sometimes they sit alone they are, they are alone shall they either drive me why i want to just be by myself to see my troubles how they are ending and the burden shall be taken away from thy shoulder and his yoke and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing you need the anointing i said you need the anointing there is no mention of preaching there's no mention of preaching here at all is there any preaching mentioned is there any church growth church establishment mentioned is there anything here at all about working for god mentioned not at not not at all everything here is about how you will be a happier person that's all how you will be a happier person there's nothing here about going to be a full-time evangelist there's nothing here about going to be a prophet going to be a, a, a pastor there's nothing here it is how you can have your burdens removed and how you can have the yokes broken from off your shoulder amen most of us if somebody was to offer you money it will be the the greatest blessing in your life most of us if somebody came and gave you 200 cities you say wow what a blessing god bless you mr man god really bless you in fact god bless you pa in fact in fact thank you over 200 cities or no but may god give you thousands of cities oh you didn't say amen well may you receive thousands of cities amen receive what money cannot buy what money cannot buy may troubles troubles and how many agree some troubles you can't say it some troubles that are in your head only you can you can't say it if you say it people look at you and say hey son a nice girl like you you have these troubles hey you're working cool ah uh, now i see why you don't smile your troubles are baby so that's that, that's why we don't say our troubles but may your troubles be lifted off your shoulder by the anointing by the anointing amen that's my prayer for this year and our covenant with god is that he will be our god that's our covenant he's a covenant keeping god and he will be our god and we will be his people and the sheep of his pasture and we will follow him that's that's the covenant 
God does not need anything else from you. Amen. Oh, I said amen. God does not need... Come, come, come. Look, look at this little child. What do I need from her? No, what, what do you think I need from her? What has she got that I don't have, cannot get? Oh, I need, there's nothing I need from her. And if me, I don't need anything from her, how much more we and somebody as big as God? Do you understand? Somebody who is far bigger than God, than us, is God. He needs nothing from you. Sometimes as we come to God, we are thinking, if I come to God, God will ask me for something, ask me for my time, ask me for my, my, my money. God will ask me for things. And Charlie, me now my time is short. I don't have time. I don't have money. And so I don't want to come too close to God. No. no. God does not want anything from you. He rather wants to give you. He rather is looking for a way how to bless you and give you money. That's how it is. Amen. Are you here this morning? That's how it is. My prayer is God will bless somebody and give the person money. I didn't hear a good amen. My prayer is that God will touch somebody and make you receive peace and all your troubles will roll away. May you never be disturbed by rents or other such things again. Amen. Amen. Listen, today is Covenant Sunday and, um, and we are also in our fasting period. So today we are going to do something very special. As we, when we close our service, we are going to stay behind to pray and have communion. Amen. We are, we are, it's our fasting. We are praying for the anointing. We are praying for the anointing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's, that's our prayer this season. The anointed and his anointing. And we are going to spend some time after we close the church to stay behind and pray. How, how many will stay behind and pray for the anointing? Ask neighbor. How many, how many have an appointment? I'm going somewhere very important. I've got to go. Lift your hand and let me see those who are going. How many will stay and let us pray for the anointing? Let me see your hand. I want to challenge you to stay behind and let's pray for the anointing. Amen. And in that prayer time, we'll share communion. Communion is part of the covenant we have between us and God. The communion is what is the tangible evidence of the new covenant between us and God. That is why we will have it in our prayer time. And my prayer, my prayer is somebody will receive the anointing. And that anointing will bless you and make you become a different person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. But this morning, as the year starts, today is the second Sunday of the year. It's a brand new year. How many still write 2017? It's a common mistake. 2017, they are not sure. It is a new year. As the year starts, I want us to start this year 
walking closely with the Lord Jesus Christ. Is that a good idea? Is that a good idea? I want us to start this year very conscious and very uh, to recognize that the Lord Jesus is going to be working in our lives. And I want him to be a real presence in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. All those who are just coming, we are finished preaching. But we'll pray. You have come in time to pray. So listen, listen. Those who have just come, it, you must stay for their prayer. It is for you, that is your service. Because we have finished our service, you have just arrived. You must stay for the prayer to receive your portion that God will be blessing you by the power of the anointing. Hallelujah. But this morning, you want to bow your heads, you want to close your eyes. I'm talking to somebody here right now. You're not born again. I'm talking to somebody personally right now. You are not born again. You know in your heart that if you die, you are not sure where you are going and that you may very possibly go to hell because you are not sure you are going to heaven. And this morning, if you are that person that I'm talking to, you can hear my voice and you know deep in your heart, you are not sure you are going to heaven. Do me a favor, every head bowed, every eye closed. Just give me a wave right now. Pastor, I'm the one. I'm not sure that if I die, I'm going to heaven. I want to go to heaven, but I'm not sure. I'm the one, Pastor. You are here this morning and I'm talking to you. Wherever you are, do me a favor. Just lift your right hand over your head. Just your right hand over your head. Pastor, I'm not sure I'm born again. I don't know what it means to be born again. I come to church. I sing the songs. I know some Bible verses. But deep in my heart, thank you, my brother. Yes, I knew you were here. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else want to join my brother? Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Just join my brother and come and let us pray this morning. And my brother, with your hand raised, do me a favor. Just walk to the front and, and come. Just walk to the front and come. Oh, put your hands together for them. Shall we all stand to our feet? Shall we all stand to our feet? Anybody else? You are here this morning and you are not sure you are born again. You are not sure you are going to heaven if you should die. Wherever you are, just come. Come right now. Today is a very good day to give your heart to Jesus. Today is a very good day to turn your life over to God. And oh, put your hand together for my sister. Please face me. Brother, just face me. Yes, just stand here. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. God bless you. Is there a third person this morning who will say, I want to give my heart to God? I want to be sure that when I die, I'm going to heaven. Is there a third person here? If you are also, just let us join us as we pray. Join us right now as we pray. My sister, my brother, I want us to pray. And please just pray after me okay and all in the house please um, join me dear Jesus today 
I come to you just as I am. Lord Jesus, I believe you came to earth to die on the cross for my sins. You shed your blood to wash my sins away. And you died so that I should not die, but I should have eternal life. Today, change my heart. Give me a new heart. Change my life to one that serves you. Prepare a place for me in heaven by your side and write my name in the book of life. I will no longer follow Satan, but I will follow Jesus. And Jesus, you are my Lord, my master, my savior, and my best friend. And I am born again. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord, for my brother, my sister, as they stand here to confess you before this house. I pray, Lord, that you mark them forever with the mark that they belong to you. Write your name on their hearts, on their foreheads, and write their names in your palm that you keep them close to you for the rest of their natural days. And Lord, thank you that from today, we serve you with all our lives, with all our hearts, and with all that we have. In Jesus' name, amen. When he ran to me, he took me in his arms, filled my head to his chest, said my son's come home. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama behind the Confidence Eating Place. Listen every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.